Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Michael Yo Show. It is Michael Yo. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for all the love on the podcast. And remember one thing about the podcast: like you have to uh, subscribe to it. You gotta leave a nice comment about it on iTunes. It does a lot for the podcast, and I really appreciate all the support and love uh, today. I want to bring in one of my good friends. I love this guy to death. He's awesome. One of the funniest people I know, Craig Conant. What's up, bro? Yeah, what's up, buddy? Oh my god, I look terrible. Yeah, you do look terrible. You need better. <laughs> li- you you need better lights, bro. I closed the curtains. Oh, did you really? I'm in darkness. I should have just shaved my face and took a shower. I've been no. eating too many cookies. Can you tell? My cheeks are filling in. Are, are you gaining weight during the quarantine? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> No, but you're a real thin dude. Have you gained weight, you think? Yeah, for sure. I have. I've gained 10 pounds. I eat a lot of cookies, a lot of, a lot of sugar over here. Are you now you you worked at Trader, Trader Joe's? Then you became years. for 11 years. Now you're a stand-up comic. Now there's no comedy going on. Did you ever think about going back to Trader Joe's to make some oh, money? Oh, never. Never. No, I'll never go back. I can't. Also, I Surprise myself. I've been surviving. I've been selling t-shirts on the internet, baby. Oh, so that's going really well? Yeah, I've I, I've had a, a beautiful thing where I have a ton of little different revenue streams coming in that add up that allow me to survive. And my overhead's so low. So I'm I'm uh, I keep I keep it cheap, baby. I'm a cheap. I buy a lot of cookies though. Cheap, cheap, <laughs> but you still go to Trader Joe's to shop because you love that place for sure. I, absolutely, you know it. What do you now? What do you think about all the long lines at Trader Joe's? Because I never go in because to me right now I think it's dangerous. Even though people are six feet apart, what a mask on! You got to wait in this long ass line to get in, or do you have a VIP pass where you just skip to the front because? <laughs> You're, you're great, no, no, I uh, <laughs> I wait in line. I've waited in line, and the location I go to moves pretty fast. The longest I've waited is thirty minutes. Last time there was no wait at all. I wore a mask, and uh, they. I know you're scared, and as you should be, you almost died. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're laughing about that. Almost died, and you're just laughing like. But they, they, at least now, maybe not in the beginning, but they alcohol wipe everything down, every car, every, like they spray the shit out of it and then hand you the car. Like it is wet with alcohol and uh, they, they have, they offer you hand sanitizer right when you enter and right when you leave. All right. So also this is live on Facebook and YouTube. We're getting some comments. So happy you're Rebecca Helm. So happy you're better. Are you going to have your parents on love your family? Yes. Actually, when this thing slows down, mama and Papa Yo are going to do a podcast with me. And that's going to be on freaking believable. Unfreaking believe. If you want to leave a comment for me, Craig, we'll read it on the podcast right now. All you got to do is just put some in the comments page. You can tell Craig how terribly he looks today. Uh, how, how he's gaining weight. A only lot of weight. 10, only 10. I just need to, uh, yeah, just 10. How how has quarantine changed your life so far? I, I know we're not doing stand-up, but besides that, are you have you picked up any hobbies or anything like that? Yeah, I've picked up going nuts. 
just going yeah. just mentally it's uh i'm actually handling it very well but my mind goes a little manic because we all we want my days are the same but then at night i go to the comedy clubs i do stand up i do what i love and i make a living and now i can't do that and i'm just like you like you go to your uh it takes a little bit of your meaning out, you know, but you have to, I, I've been gardening. I'm not kidding. That's been helping me. My yeah. cat's been saving me. I'm lucky I have an animal. Uh, yeah. Now, my, now, are you hooking up with other girls? Even no, though I was this- going to say my girl, I was just about to say that my girl, we have almost killed each other in quarantine, but we've also saved each other. Okay. 10 times over. Uh, so I could not imagine doing it 100% alone. I, that would make me go insane. Yeah, it's it's a thing where me and my wife, you know, we're quarantined. But the one good thing about us, we're homebodies. You know what I mean? So you know me. Every time yeah. I went to a comedy club, I would literally go on stage before and I leave. Like, I love being at home. But you're not a homebody at all. You love being no, at home. No, I love the nightclubs, comedy clubs, that is. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, a little bit of an identity crisis, I guess. It's, it's just like, what do I do? So how long do you think you can uh, survive, man, with no comedy going on? Because it could go to January. I've, I've been making a living. I, okay. It's, I actually wrote it down because I was like, how is this happening? I got uh, some podcast sponsors. Oh, great. And, uh, King and the Sting, Theo Vaughn and Brendan Schaub. Uh, I have a feeling they paid me a lot more than they were supposed to because of the whole thing. So God bless those gentlemen. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? I wrote, oh, T-shirts. I make my money. I wrote it down because I was like, how is this happening? Wait, I what make- do you mean? What do you mean King and Sting, Theo Vaughn and Brendan, they paid you? You were on their podcast? I was and they on their you? podcast. Uh, a couple episodes and they they paid me handsomely and i have a feeling uh it was because of covid19 i don't even know that but i was like wow you know when you look at a check you're like thanks guys no they're good they're good people man they're good dudes so t-shirts my patreon podcast uh sponsors cameo uh i've been doing performing on zoom shows okay hey if yeah I don't like doing it. It's very weird and it's unnatural. And I've done it for a few rehab facilities, just you know, the for my sober shows that I yeah. do with my buddy Zane. Now, if you don't, if you don't know, because a lot of new people are tuning in that's never heard uh, about your story, Craig. Craig, tell your story really quick oh, so yeah. people can catch up if they're watching, because you got a crazy story. I'm uh, I'm sober, even though I look like this. I'm sober. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I six years sober. I drank and drugged and all that, and then uh, I kept getting in trouble and arrested. And I was like, I got to change my life. So I got. I said to myself on my last arrest, I'm going to get sober and get into stand up, and then I did. And now here we are. I and you're started, crushing it. I started headlining this year. And I first, I, I was, remember headline in the middle? I was opening for Michael <laughs> Yo for years. And I yeah. still open for Michael Yo. And, and Chris D'Elia and many more. And Chris I mean- D'Elia. And then uh, this year I started headlining. And then COVID-19 <laughs> said, no, you're not. <laughs> COVID-19 was like, you're not ready yet. Dude, Michael, I had six straight weekends in a row. 
and uh, I mean, it, yeah, but uh, what what was sides doing all this for? I forgot. What was full circle? Oh, I, I just wanted people to know your story because a lot of people, Craig Conant's funny comedian, but like you went through some bad times before yeah. you got to stand up. And I think that's an incredible story. I, uh, Jason Escobedo just wrote in and says, hey, what's yes, he said, yes, gardening and cooking is the only thing that keeps him sane too right now. So it talks about your gardening right there. Yeah, I've been cooking a lot too. Even my little tiny studio, I got the little, got to do what I got to do. No more restaurants, no more swingers. No, no. So have you, I mean, are you going anywhere? Because I, I see some things open like coffee shops here and there. Are you doing any of that or you're literally just inside? Do you I, go visit friends? Because I saw, I think, I mean, are you doing that or what? what's your daily routine? Uh, not, I, I'll go have coffee with Chris D'Elia and yeah. that's about it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we just loiter in the parking lot for a half hour just to have fun and see a, a friend. He's very strict though. He stands six feet apart. He's always yelling at Lenochi like, Hey, stay. Lenochi always, <laughs> always wants to get close, you know? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I want to hug everybody, but I keep my distance. Melanie says, talking about your cats in the background. That's so awesome. It was. That's so awesome. How long have you had your cat? Oh, my God. Uh, shoot, maybe a year now. He knocked on my door. He literally, I swear to God, it sounds like a joke, but he, he pawed up my screen door and made a racket. I opened it. He came in. He's been here a year. I love it. I love it. And, you're so, <laughs> and during quarantine, it's like the perfect thing to have it's a pet perfect right thing. now. I, now he's sick of me. He, I'm like, come here. Like, and he's like, leave me alone, dude. <laughs> he's like, get off me. Get off. Just get me. off. Me. Like, uh, I liked you better when you left the house. So, for people just catching up, uh, I had a crazy uh, COVID nineteen story. I had pneumonia, double pneumonia, and Corona. Went to the hospital ICU for eight days. Doctor said you, it could go either way. Two days, we'll know. Uh, where were you when you found out, Craig? Uh, because I know once it hit, it went all throughout the comedy community because I got so much love on Instagram and from from uh, people um, texting me. It like went pretty fast. And that man, I tell you, we could, you know, I've changed my view. Well, I'm, I haven't changed my views, but I know when I first started comedy, it was a bunch of backstabbing. But then to see people that you don't even really talk to show you love. I mean, it meant so much. So how'd you find out? I I think I was with Lenochi. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know. It was a text. It, it spread like once the comedy community knew it, yeah. it spread like wildfire. Like, oh man, Michael Yo's in the hospital. And then uh, I texted you immediately, and I said, mm -hmm. "Hey, buddy, I love you. I didn't want to bug you too much. I figure you. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I was trying to live, so you didn't want to. <laughs> I was. I texted you. I love you, and I, I wish you well. And then I sent you. Uh, yeah, you you were champ about it though. You posted like some funny stories that was dark but real but hilarious. We we're like, hope I don't die today. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it it was a it was a it was a thing where it got scary, man. It got scary in there. But and for people not to take it seriously, do you watch the news much or not really? I stopped. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's very bad. depressing. I was for quite some time, and then I was like, I can't. It's. Well, because I feel like uh, it's so when I just want doctors to talk on TV. I don't want politics involved. I just want to know the real story. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm finding out so much stuff because after I went through this whole uh, COVID-19 issue, like certain people have reached out to me through DM, doctors. I know a lot more doctors. And they're telling me stuff that's not even out yet. And I'm like, man, I tell you, it's it's a thing that's going to blow people's mind when it when it comes out that like they don't know much and they're learning as we're learning. But there are stuff they know that they can't say because, you know, it would cause people to go in a panic, you know, and I'm at, not at the liberty to say because I'm not a doctor. But yeah. it's a thing where you learn all this stuff and it could be true what they're telling me. It could be not. But it's a thing that it, it's freaking scary. And it's a lot of lies. Some of it are lies that you're hearing on TV. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. These are just real doctors that work in real hospitals are telling me, you know, that yeah. that because it's government, because of uh, things they can't go out on their own and say, even though they know is pretty much accurate, or they're only seeing this stuff happen in their hospital. So they can't really say it's happening everywhere else. You know what I mean? Are you talking about like the holistic side of healing things or? or uh... No, I'm talking about more like, like, for instance, here's, here's the thing I think people are going to learn. I think the only reason they don't test people when they leave the hospital, you know, after they clear people, they tell you to go home for 14 days and then you're fine. Yeah. No, so that's the procedure. So when I got out of the hospital, they go, okay, so stay home at two weeks. Uh, they didn't let me. So basically when you first start, they say, don't have a fever for three days. You've kind of broken COVID. Now go home for 14 days. And after 14 days, you're fine. That's what they normally say. So 14 days of not having symptoms, you're fine. But they don't test you to make sure that you don't have it anymore. So the reason why, and I'm going to just say the reason why I believe, and I've been told by a couple of people, is because they know people still have it. So they can't test people before they leave the hospital because they know they still have it, but they feel that they're not contagious. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, well, because, well, they can't, here's the thing. If they tested people before they left the hospital, that means people have to stay two to three weeks longer in the and hospital. They, and then they that really drives cannot up. do it. They can't do it. It would drive yeah. the hospitals insane. So I really f feel that because they can't do that, because it would drive, uh, it, at one time, it was too much capacity in hospitals. So it's like a cold. A cold, you can have the virus for, four, you can be contagious for 14 days with a cold. So this is the same type of virus, I would imagine, not a doctor, just going by what I'm told, is that if that's the longest you can keep something. So they're telling people after 14 days, you're fine because they feel like you're not contagious. And by the numbers they're seeing when they send you home, if you were contagious, more people would be coming from your house. Then they would come out and say, OK, we got to stop this. Yeah. You see what I mean? So. I mean, they, they were taking a risk, but it looks like it's paying off. But I guarantee you, most of the people that leave the hospital still have it. I I know it's real and it's scary <laughs> and it and you had it. But uh, my buddy, his mom and his sister are a nurse and they're at hospitals, uh, not around here in Irvine and stuff. They said it's dead. It's empty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, certain parts. It's more of L.A. County. It's uh, on this side of the hill. Like yeah. where I live, Burbank and all that stuff, Studio City and everything. It's chill. Like it's it's you know, they got they got some serious cases, but it's not like over the hill. 
but you got to think like I live in a I live in a place where people are spread out. You know, you live in a place where people are stacked on top of each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of apartments. I, I live in a house. So like I can isolate like we can really isolate and not see anyone where you you could walk down the hallway. Somebody would have sneezed and you get all that shit, stuff in your, you know, get stuck right in my mustache right here. <laughs> 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 that's the thing man just think about all the hair these dudes had with all the hair that's just thing just catching everything it's yeah like, i'll probably shave my face immediately after this show <laughs> <laughs> what? i swear i will do you feel like one thing i learned about myself i feel even when this is over i feel like i'm still gonna wear a mask at the airport anytime i travel now i'm gonna wear a mask it's just too much stuff in the air not I, you? No. No. I'm already walking these streets bareback in the wind, man, just taking it in. Not in <laughs> <laughs> not in stores, but I see people walking their dog with a mask. I like yeah. I, I can't do that. Why not? It's safe, bro. What if you're asymptomatic and giving it out, Craig? I'm you ever not, thought about I'm not you don't know that, bro. Did my, you take it? My cat would tell me. I actually did take a test. Oh, did you? Yeah. And what did it say? Positive. No, uh, they <laughs> they actually never sent me my results. My whole family got tested because we wanted to get together. So we got tested. So we, you know, wouldn't give my 73-year-old father it. And then uh, every my results never came back at all. Never? I, I waited. Uh, I went through the, yeah. Every single member of my family got their results back in in. So one person got it back in two days. The next person, six days. My, one, my my sister's baby daddy was like two weeks. I literally never got them back. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just saying, dude. No, I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry saying what I'm funny. saying. What I'm saying. Hold on one second. I'm gonna change something. Talk to the people. I got this light is just shining. On my forehead, so bright. Talk to you, keep them entertained. I'll be right back. Hey, how are ya? <laughs> what if I just said that? Okay, I never finished my whole story. Okay, I don't remember where. Oh, I wanted to talk about the rehab shows. I do rehab shows for people that are kicking drugs with my good buddy Zane and his foundation. It's free. They they get a good show and they get sober, and that's it. I just telling them. <laughs> Is that better? Now it's too dark. Now, right? You need, I don't know what you need. Let me turn it. Hold on. Keep entertaining. I'll be <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh, six years over here. Trader Joe's got fired for farting on my manager. Did we mention that? I filmed it, posted it on the internet. It's on my Instagram account. Hashtag fired for farting. The number four, because the word is too long. You could Google that. You could see a nice little comedy. Oh. All right. That's you, as good yeah. as is that better? Uh, yes. It's eh, the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same. I can't get my lighting either. I got these lamps. It actually looks better on your phone, but not for our yeah, purposes. I got you. My computer so, or camera always messes it up. Uh, so how is it uh, in the streets by where you live? Everybody's wearing masks except you? Is that how it is now? Uh, no. About 60, 40, 40% no maskers. Uh-huh. Uh, 
it was very, very eerily dead and quiet. And now that the heat has come, it's getting busy and busy. Yeah, I, I saw like um, some Instagrams of like traffic and it seems to be getting back to normal around where you live. I think people are just going a little stir crazy. They're, you know, and the hot weather's hitting and they're like, I'm going to the beach. I don't care. Yeah. Have you been to the beach yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it crowded? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you wear a mask? <laughs> no. Did people on the beach wear masks or not really? I didn't see one. Wow. That's crazy to me, man. I'm telling you, you got to be careful out there. I know, and, but I know, just, it's all, it's not, it's fear, man. It's just fear. It's not fear. It's real, bro. <laughs> I went through that. Fuck you, dude. I went through this. It's not fear. It's Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you act like you almost died or something. <laughs> it's fear. You're stupid, dude. No, no. Hey. It's, you hey, it you live real. your life. I'm saying I know it's real. I I know uh, but it is fear. That's why, that's why I stopped watching the news. I know yeah. that people are dying out there, and this is horrible tragedy, and it is ruining the the world right now. But mm -hmm. I also think they're cranking up the fear notches on every platform possible. You know it's true. They'll spin I, everything. I agree with you. They'll I agree spin everything. You. Like, how can we make this more scary than it actually is? Yes, it is scary. Yes, it is real. Yes, people are dying. But yes, they are also cranking up the fear and yes, I know I should wear a mask, but I was at the beach, dude. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, you're right about the fear because there was a story on every outlet that goes, just because you had it doesn't mean you can't get it again, right? So it was the whole fear aspect is, oh, you could get it again, even though you've already had COVID-19. But the real story was, once they got into the story, is like, all it was was, oh, we don't have enough research yet to say which yeah but it's like well why'd you make this big dramatic open like you could get it again if you if yeah. you've had covid when the real story is the researcher was like oh we just don't know yet because we don't, we don't know have yet. enough research yeah. so the headline should be hey researchers came out and said just because you've had it we don't know yet yeah you know but, but that, no that is not an attention grabber that doesn't make you go oh, i better read this and that's my whole point but also, I'm not trying to discredit this. And I, I do. I actually have the expensive N35 mask from construction prior to this day. So, so you know, how, you know the, the mask, if you have it, that yeah. yell at you, like, hey, give that to the doctor. I was like, I already had it. What are they going to get? <laughs> They're gonna, I have one. They're going to take my used mask from painting four right. years ago. Anyways, so I do wear the mask in, you know, in grocery stores. Not outdoors. I don't know why, but just walking the streets, I'm like, I don't want to wear well, as a mask. Long as you, well, as long you should have it around, but as long as you're not six feet away from people, as long as you're not walking up on people, yeah. it's fine. But I, my thing, what's interesting about my story is, like, what they're finding out is, it's called viral loads. You know what this is? Mm -mm. Okay, so some people can get corona, uh, and maybe they just get a couple of droplets. Cause you know, you can breathe it in or it can go through your nose, but then 
if somebody, for instance, you're walking down the street and you you don't see this person, but they sneeze and all this stuff comes out, like the doctor told me how much how bad mine was, it's almost like I walked into that. And oh. so instead of just a couple, you get hundreds. And that's what really messes you up. And that's why they say wear a mask because you just never know because you can't see what you're walking into. Like yeah. somebody could sneeze 10 seconds before you get there, you would never know. So that's the dangers of it. And, you know, there I got a huge viral load of it and it messed me up, even though it's all about fear, Craig Conant. Well, you should be scared. <laughs> <laughs> you so, know what I'm trying to say. No, I know what I, you're trying I, to say. I, I know I'm not sounding like the most responsible, but for the most part, I have been extremely careful i haven't been visiting my family i haven't been visiting anybody except for big dumb lanochi <laughs> <laughs> i just uh we ride bikes and uh how's your parents handling it i mean how's your mom handling it they're they're both going nuts uh yeah. my mom's they're both over it but my my uh my mom built a back house at my aunt's property so it's my mom my aunt my uncle and uh that my aunt, my cousin, my aunt, and uncle's daughter, Lisa, that she is like, you guys stay here. I'm going to the store. She yells at like her dad. It's been a month. So he finally went to Costco or something, and she like yelled at him. He's like, I gotta get out of the house, you know. Uh, so my family is very strict, and we we haven't visited each other. I haven't even done a drive by. Yeah. I don't even want to do a drive-by because I'm like, I'm going to get out and hang out. I can't drive yeah. by my mama and not give her a hug. Well, my parents live in Houston, and my dad was still going to Home Depot without a mask, and I got on him. He was just shopping, going to Walmart. Like, that, that, Walmart that's is... That's where you get it. That's <laughs> where... <laughs> That's where it like, started. They said Wuhan. No, Walmart. They mispronounced Wuhan. It didn't, yeah, it, it wasn't Wuhan. It was Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. I blame Walmart. It, no, but it's a thing where I was telling my parents, like, in your, I, like, you're in the demographic. So you definitely, you They're definitely. They're old school, though. They don't hear it. My dad, like, literally took the government, the world shutting down. He, you know, they're just. My dad's 73. How old are your parents? Uh, my dad's 75 and my mom's 69. Yeah, they're old school, man. They just, they're like, ah, they've lived through world my, war. They just my, don't care like us. My dad was like, oh, I'm 75. If I die, I die. I'm fine. Like, <laughs> dad, that's so selfish, first of all, because you have grandchildren now. You <laughs> that's how they are, though. That's how my dad is, too. He's like, oh, it's like, uh, that's. I kind of, I actually respect that. I don't, I'm don't, I don't like that because it's your father. It's my father. I'm worried yeah. that I will be devastated. But it's like, a, it's kind of like, well, I don't know. My dad has always been like, yeah, if I die, I die, whatever. Yeah, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm like, oh, dad. Now <laughs> you got grandchildren that ask for you all the time to Facetime, and now you're like, oh, if I die, I die. so now he's wearing a mask. Uh, and now he's, he's wearing the mask and gloves. It's funny because my dad's never been to the doctor and he got one checkup in his life. And that was a couple of years ago before we had my son. And I was like, dad, you have to get a check. Cause I want to make sure you're around to see my son. And now my daughter grow up. So he goes to the doctor 
uh, my mom calls me like two days later and goes, so I got your result. I got your dad's results. I go, oh, how was it? He goes, he fine. He fine. <laughs> Can you believe nothing wrong with him? And I was like, you sound upset. She goes, whatever. You know, like she was mad that my dad was fine. Yeah. Like there was nothing wrong with it. Where my mom's, you know, beat breast cancer twice. Yeah. has been through all kinds of stuff. And my dad is just fine. Just 75 <laughs> and fine. And she was upset. I feel like she was upset about that. <laughs> she, she's like, how did I get two I know. He get shit. <laughs> I know. My dad's fine still. And I'm the one that went through Corona too. My dad's stronger than everybody. <laughs> yeah, man. Your dad, so, your dad brushed that Corona off his shoulder. You got like, to brush the Corona get, off get his off shoulder. Me. I got I to gotta go to Home Depot. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta build a house. I love old school men like that. They're Dude, just... it you know what? Because sometimes I feel like, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning, look, I, I'm older than you, but I'm like, if if I feel like this now and I double my age, I would be like, yo, if I die, I die. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm feeling broke down now, it's like I can't imagine adding times two to that and being alive. Yeah, and and your dad, I've met him. He's just one of those classic old school guys. It's in your act. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, <laughs> he just has energy and he's vibrant. You're like, oh, this guy's, this guy's, you know what I mean? He's lived a good life. Maria Martinez says, "Thank you for this. We really need the laugh." Oh, thank That's you for watching. Uh, Aaron Hell writing in love both of you cats doing stand-up i've been re remodeling my house to stay sane yeah people are doing different things have you seen any good tv shows or anything if you uh, if you're listening and watching this you know just in the comment section leave us great tv shows to watch or movies i've been doing netflix hulu hbo all all types of things What's something good you've seen, Craig? Oh, my God. I watched The Outsider. That was the scariest show ever. But a lot of people, I don't know, because it's sci-fi, you know, Stephen King. What's it about? I've heard of it, but I, I, I don't know. Like, I've never watched it. I loved it because it was done. It was about the 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 boogeyman or El Cuco. Okay. That's a Spanish thing, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a, every culture. Bobo Yega, Russian, you know, uh. But they do it like a murder mystery done in real life, but sci-fi, you know, because it's about supernatural. And uh -huh. I loved it. And it has Jason Bateman. It has brilliant actors and actresses in it. And uh, so I the, loved it. So they treat the boogeyman like it's real. Yeah. And it, it's it's just written well. And it's different than the book. Um I didn't read the book, but that's what I hear. <laughs> but it's it's really good. I loved it, man. If you have anything we need to watch, please leave a comment below. Uh, I saw this amazing show. Now, I've already known about it, but the I believe it's the fourth season came out on Netflix not too long ago. Have you ever seen The Heist? No, I've seen it's it the advertisements but it's good it is freaking amazing right, i absolutely I, I watched the heist i've watched uh, my wife made me watch this cheerleader show on netflix i'm watching this terrible show on abc called listen to my heart that's my wife's <laughs> choice too did you do this i don't know what it is about my dark mind but as when covid hit and it was shut down and i was you know like it's a little it's a shock you're like Whoa, I started watching dark 
movies. Did you really? Did you watch Apocalypse Now, Vietnam documentaries, <laughs> World War II in color, and I just felt awful. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I watched every apocalypto movie they had. Really? Uh, Armageddon. And then I was like, I feel terrible. Uh, so then I started watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. How funny is that show? I'm revisiting it and watching it. It's in. It's, that is such a great show. Oh my god, Larry David is so funny. It's He's just, the, it, the man. Yeah. What I love is it's the it's the cursing version of Seinfeld. Yes. You know, because it's it's basically taking one thing and making a whole episode out of it. It's you know, the it, cursing version of Seinfeld with. Uh, nudity explicit explicit behavior it just yeah. like all the things you wish seinfeld would have said and done it happens in curb not too much you know where it's unnecessary but it's so good it's so good uh again uh chris ellis just wrote in the craziest thing i watched crazier than tiger king was don't f with cats yeah i did i stayed away from that i can't watch any documentary about cats getting hurt i didn't like king in the I almost said King this thing. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like Tiger King. Really? Uh, I love oh, Tiger King. That made me hate everybody. Everybody. They're all cult leaders, cat killers. One lady killed her husband. Yeah. One lady tried to have her killed. <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> it was that whole show was like, here's a piece of shit, here's a piece of poop. They're all trash. They're That's all That's what it is. They're trash. all horrible. Trashy people make the best TV, dude. No, For real. I hate that actually. Show. Actually, you got the look to be on Tiger King. I do. You, you look I like do. a person that should have been. Maybe on that's Tiger. why I hate that show. <laughs> you're like, this looks, you're like, this is my family. What are you talking about? I didn't like anything. It's just like they took advantage of of weak people or or people that are down and out that had no other place to go, and it's just like, I don't, I. And then they took advantage of the animals. It's just, oh. It was horrible, dude. It was awful. It was horrible. It was horrible. But I enjoyed watching it. I watched all those episodes. I even watched the Tiger King special. They had the, the after show yeah. with Joe McHale. <laughs> See, I the only I swear to God, the only reason I watched that show is because I was supposed to be on Chatty Browds with Becca and Jess to do oh, a recap. Love them. I love them to do a recap episode of tiger king and that is i would have not watched it i kind of i i stay i never i have not watched the night of or, or any of those uh did you do a recap are, with the chatty bro no no i don't know what happened uh, uh they got corona they, cor oh, yeah actually that's what happened <laughs> corona happened <laughs> but what was that one uh the famous murder mystery one on netflix to catch a murder no uh they the guy that was dumb that confessed to murder, like yeah, I yeah, to, is, well, wasn't it to catch a murderer? Yeah, yeah I, ne I never watched that. I just refuse to watch shows that like that. And also, for some reason, if they're trendy and the whole world watched it, it makes me not want to watch it even more. So, oh, you're I, a rebel. You're I'm such a rebel. A, you're such a rebel, Craig. You're such a rebel. I don't want I, to. I don't want to. <laughs> It's like, you know what I mean? If everybody does it, it's like, all right, I don't want to watch Tiger King. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I, 
I've just been like basically watching a bunch of stuff my wife wants me to watch because we do that after the kids go to bed. And, you know, I'm just trying to get my bearings, just trying to get it all together. What's the first thing you're going to do when they, well, you're already doing it. You're already out doing your thing, it seems like. No, I'm not. I'm, yeah. I went to the beach one time and I've been riding bikes with Lenochi. That's my entire social uh oh coffee with chris you know what i notice is how much prettier the city is when nobody's out like the sky is blue right now it's like we humans as we ruin everything i go like, on drives now it's gorgeous have you driven moholland you can oh, see everything. everything like we as a society this should make a lot of people think like how beautiful like fishes are you can see them through the water now they're showing all this footage of like we ruin can, everything. We human, ruin everything. We ruin everything. Like literally, this should be a an alert. Like, oh, by the way, maybe we shouldn't be using all this, uh, you know, making all this pollution because this city right now, and it's not realistic. It's not going to stay this way, but it's freaking great to live in, and it's beautiful because nobody's out destroying it like we normally do. There's no traffic. There's no pollution, not no pollution, uh, cut back substantially. Oh. I forgot the where it was, but that viral photo where uh, a city, I believe in India, could see the Himalayas for the first time in 30 years. Yeah. Because this it was just smog. Because they got billions of people out there. Yeah. And it's like, God, like, let's get clean energy, guys. It's possible. It is. I mean, but you got to fight against the oil companies and they don't want to look. It's crazy that now oil is so bad. They can't even find people to buy it. So their <laughs> oil's like last time I heard it was like negative thirty seven dollars. And I'm like, holy cow. Whoever thought like. But literally in a month, month and a half, I haven't filled up my car once. Yeah, I, I think I finally need gas now. <laughs> it's been two months you know i don't right? i literally just drive up moholan and uh cruise on top and some gorgeous views of different sides of the city with no smog you can see it all the valley downtown catalina island through the pacific Ocean. when you can see catalina island oh my right? god that's what i'm saying from hollywood oh all right so when'd you get a girlfriend if you don't mind me asking Oh, we've been dating for some time. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I've met her before. I don't remember. Yeah. I think so. No, I have. I have. I remember. I remember. Yeah. One of my shows. Which one? Ice House? I think so. Or one of them. One I of them. I don't remember. I don't want to put your business out there because you'd be like, yeah, you did. And then I didn't. And then I meet her. And then she's like. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't wanna... Yeah. I don't want to be that guy because we've all been in that situation where a guy's like, oh, yeah, I've met you. And she's like, no, nah, I just started dating. <laughs> yeah, you probably have. I don't know. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. All right, Craig, any final thoughts? How can people follow you and all that good stuff? Uh, at Craig P. Conant on Instagram and Twitter, CraigConant.com. I love you, Michael. Thank you. Uh for always hooking me up with shows and and uh oh we'll be back we'll be back strong i yeah. feel like i feel like once this is all said and done i don't think it's really going to pick up for us comedians being in clubs again till january it sounds horrible but 
I just feel people are going to be scared to go the comedy They'll be club. Scared, but also I think when there finally is the all clear, people it's will be like, boom. "Yes, I could go and enjoy myself." And I think once that is cleared, it'll be crazy. Oh, once it, I, I feel like this. Once stand up comedy hits again, it's going to be bigger than you than anyone's people ever need seen. It. They need people it. People are going to need it. Oh, you guys should do a Zoom stand up special together. Uh, you riff great together. The problem with stand up on Zoom, and I've been seeing a bunch of these shows. You know, comedians are just trying to get by. It's just, it's just they're terrible. It's horrible. They're it's horrible. horrible. That's it's, why I won't, I, I won't do them unless they're paid. Because it's just like I don't want to be a diva, but it's like it's not good for anybody. But if you pay me, I'll do it. Well, your jokes don't land. Yeah. Uh, comedians, now they're doing Zoom where comedians are laughing at your jokes. And you know, comedians never laugh at no. other comedians. So it's all fake, you know, but I get it. People are just trying to find any way to get by. You know what I mean? Shoot. So I, I understand why people are doing it, but it. imagine a comedian standing in a room, and this is what it is, basically telling jokes to themselves. It's terrible. It's horrible. Horrible. I'll do them for my. I keep saying this, but I'll, I've been doing them quite a bit. Craig wants everyone to know he is doing things for money. <laughs> I'm doing things. No, I'll do the rehab shows for free, but that's different because you're telling stories of yeah. sobriety and it's like storytelling. And I don't mind that at all. And it's like, you know, you, you give back and yeah, maybe help out, maybe not. Maybe they hate you. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't mind doing that. But when it's just like a stand up show, I'm like, oh, dude, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's I watch them and it's 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 cringeworthy. I'm like, it's just and then sometimes before they started zooming, they would just go up there and do a set like by themselves. Have it's you crazy. seen that one? Have you yeah. seen that? Why are oh. they doing that? Stop I don't it. know. I was like, you're taking the stop. magic out of it. <laughs> you're people making gotta, it awful. People can't sell t-shirts like you, Craig. And by the way, if you don't know, Craig has a crazy fan base that just, dude, they love you. And that's what I love. Like, you're helping me survive, baby. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Craig, follow him on Instagram, all the social media. Do you have a website? Yes, CraigConant.com. Uh, Craig P. Conant on IG, Facebook, Twitter. Okay, cool. And my thing is uh, subscribe to the podcast. And the link is going to be below after. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a comment. I know it's not a big deal, but I got uh, 10 comments last week. So that, that does, dude, good. that does. A, and people don't understand how much that does. It does a lot. You know, no, it does. It all helps. Every week, if you get 10, you'll be killing it. If you get 10 every week, that's 50, what, 520 comments by the end of the year. That's how I look at it. So leave your comments, please. Rate and review, like and subscribe. He's a good man. He gave me work when I didn't have a pot to piss in. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded good. Sounded good. All right. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We're out of here. Later.